is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast. Learn everything you need to know to make a living outside the 9 to 5 grind and crush it at life. You'll learn from inspirational guests and in-depth discussions. Go from employee to entrepreneur and start creating a life you love and still pay the bills. So here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Let's get on with the show! This podcast is sponsored by the University of Northampton, the first UK university to be awarded the Ashoka U Changemaker Campus status in recognition for their commitment to social entrepreneurship. Welcome back to the Salty Wayne Saga. He's still here. Still salty. Still here. Still salty. Still very upset that it's miserable outside. I can't be so British to and let that the it's, weather gets down. And that it's dark when I wake up in the morning. I'm not happy about this. Not well, happy. that's a nice upbeat start to the episode. Welcome. There we go. That's better. That wasn't upbeat. That was just a little more vigor. Yeah. Snappy. Welcome. Yeah. So. I, yeah. Uh, so it's nearly February now, which is a perfect time to talk about the new year. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we thought because we like to buck trends. We like to do things differently, and. You've probably failed on most of your resolutions. Going by statistics. Or targets. Don't they say they're like seven days in, people mostly fail or something? There's like yeah. a ridiculous... I think I managed a little... Well, not that I do resolutions per se, but I think I got about seven days in before I uh, had a few moments of weakness. What was your uh, resolution? Well, again, it wasn't really... It was more of a challenge that I set myself, which I'm still trying, but not doing very well this week. Um... <laughs> Is oh, to the sugar. the sugar thing yeah, yeah, yeah. to go only with natural sugar, no processed sugar. Anything else, anything else, food wise is fair game. But I'm just cu- and actually, do you know what? The difference. I've done it before. I've done it once already. It was 21 days was my target. Um, I've done it before, and it was great then, and it's great now. To be honest, that is probably like one of the hardest ones to do in the basis that literally everything has sugar in it. Right, right. <laughs> but I'm not being, it's one of those things, that I'm not being overly strict with myself, but it's just like, if it's obviously processed sugar, because it's like, yeah, as you say, it's so hard to be like, <laughs> no sugar, because like everything has sugar in it. This coconut water has sugar in right. it. Right. And it's not natural as well. Right. So I'm not being too rigorous with myself, but it's like anything that's clearly processed sugar. Get it out. It's a no. No cakes. What was the reason for that? Uh, Energy. Just because I'd done it before and it felt good. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it again. Sugar's a good one. So mm. anyone listening, mm-hmm. cut that sugar out. It is very bad for mm-hmm. you. And uh, makes you quite a bit more trim. Ooh. Quite a bit more trim. See, now we should have done video. I mean, I'm, I've, I've, <laughs> as I say, I've not done so well this week. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah. It's not going as well. But anyway, so we kind of thought it would be a good chance to just kind of look back on 2016. Look back on the first month, maybe. Well, for us, it's the first couple of weeks. And uh, think about this year and where this year is going. Yeah, why not? Because why do it? Everybody's doing it in January. Why do it in January when we can do it at the end of January? Yeah, plus I think that's it. I think um, it's easy to have those sort of that oomph at the beginning but mm-hmm. then it's like okay let's check in at the end of the month and see how you're doing now and I think <laughs> I think it's great because when you get that little downtime over Christmas like everything's possible I think everybody recharges everybody's got this new lease of life and mm-hmm. 
it's not until that first week back in the office or that first week back at work and then mm. you're like, oh. Because it's kind of like, how do you keep up these habits? That's what my brother always says to me. He's like, it's all good meditating when things are going well, but when she is the fan, then how do you do you keep doing it? And it's, right. that's that kind of mentality, I think. Right. If, you, if you are doing your, your habits and you have got straight back into the flow of maybe your work or whatever you're doing, your business, mm-hmm. if you've got those habits still going now at the end of the month, then I think that means you're doing pretty well, to be honest. Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> so you put some points in here, Wayne. Yeah, These, just kind of some things just to kind of think about. Just fire up Food the uh, thought. conversation. Um, so I think it's always best to, when you're doing a year review. I didn't even know this was going to be a year review. Well, it was kind of implied in what you put out there and what you the notes you'd put in, and I thought well, we may as well do it. Yeah. Um, so where we going? So just really to kind of do a look back on on last year really um, and things that we've learnt yeah. uh, first of all I'd probably go with uh, what did you struggle with last year mm, I think for me my main sort of struggles were towards the end of the year mm-hmm. just taking on a lot uh-huh. and kind of just letting I don't know just saying yes to a lot and I think for me I, I'm going from having a very sort of like relaxed not too busy lifestyle to suddenly probably working like every day, long hours. Mm-hmm. But then towards the end of that year, towards the end of 2016, I was kind of like liking it in some ways. It's kind of like that sort of sick kind of... I kind of like Yeah, it's kind of like a sort mm-hmm. of, you know what, it's stressy, but I'm kind of getting a buzz from it as well. Mm-hmm. It kind of was energizing me and making me like, yeah, I'm going to see how much I can push myself. And even um, yesterday, I was just thinking about it to myself, kind of like journaling in my head. And I was just like, you know what? I think for 2017, I kind of want to carry this on, but I want to show myself that, you know what, you can work your balls off a bit mm-hmm. and you can and you can still be good. Like So that's my, mm-hmm. I think all the time, like people see like I, I eat healthy, train and stuff like that. But I think this year is going to challenge me to say, do you know what, can you do it when you're busy? Because everyone says, oh, of course you've got time for the gym. You're only doing a few days here and there and mm-hmm. it's flexible. So this year I really want to kind of like challenge myself and, be busy, get a lot done. I re- this For me, this year is all about just pushing up to the max and just see where I can take it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the main thing for me, really. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? Um, it's interesting. This is going to be an interesting episode for me uh, because I'm quite a private individual. I don't like to get too personal. But I kind of feel like 2016 was a big learning curve on a lot of personal shit for me a lot mm. of personal shit as you well know oh yes um and i i guess what the biggest challenge for me last year was understanding the role i play in other people's lives again without trying not to get too personal um and understanding why things play out the way that they do um, and the sorts of people that I am attracting into my life um, and why I allow that to happen, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm trying to be not too personal because mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit went down last year, as you know. Um, so that was kind of like the biggest challenge for me is just kind of understanding my place in other people's lives um yeah and i guess i guess that's a really good point as well i think because there's 
that element that people are walking into your life and that's mm-hmm. their doing. But I think it's quite important as well to see that whether it's people or just the things that are happening in mm-hmm. our in our year, we obviously have a, a part to play in that and we are accountable too. And I think it's a really it's a strong place to get to the point where you realize, okay, maybe my actions are drawing the kind of um, experiences into mm-hmm. my life. And I think mm-hmm. I think as soon as you kind of have that awareness, it also gives you a massive load of power yeah. because suddenly you're really analyzing why certain things are happening. Well, I, I think way. I think last year when you when I look back on it, last year, uh, life was really trying to teach me one very clear lesson because no matter how I framed things in my head, the same shit just kept happening over and over and over and over and over and over again. Um, and then it became a point where, and I think I said this to you when I met up with you as soon as I got back to London after Christmas, I had that moment where I went, that's the lesson. That's the lesson that I'm being taught and I've been framing it the wrong way in my head the whole time and that's why. Do you think you could put that lesson into words without being as personal so that Um, other people can maybe kind of... Yeah, uh, I think I can and I've said it to a few people now. Um, Without explaining why, um, it's about not curbing my intensity Mm -hmm. Um, in all aspects. Because when I look back on where I've gone so right, it's been laser-focused intensity. Sometimes intimidating for people, yes. But regardless of how intimidated they've been, it's got shit done in all aspects. And when I've been at my quote-unquote weakest is when I've been, when I've deliberately tried to curb that intensity. And I know you kind of came to that sort of like realisation over Christmas because it'd be interesting to know like what kind of what kind of gave you that clarity because if people are kind of going into the new year, maybe they're saying, well, it's January now and I'm still getting shit from my boss or shit's just not going the way they hope. Like, what was the process for you to kind of get to that point where you're like, okay. And I mean, who knows? Like, I do think that you have a point of clarity and then who knows, two, three months down the line, you might come back. So actually, I thought that was a point of clarity, but it's Mm -hmm. a different thing. But how did you get to that sort of starting point anyway? Um, Well, I... And I was saying this a lot on social media, so if you follow me on social media, you probably would have seen. But at the end of the year, and for the last two or three years, I have really taken the time out um, that happens over Christmas, and I've used that to really think on my year, think on my experiences, and think on what needs to change and what needs to stay. Uh, I really took a deep dive and I just took the time. I just took the time to really look back on the year and go, right, where did it all go wrong? Um, And what really affected me this last year? And then I look back at all of the, uh, the patterns in it and look at all of the, you know, what were the variables that changed? What were the variables that stayed the same? And you will surprise yourself as to the pattern. Is that something you do like mentally or is that you actually like physically like wrote that down? Uh, It's a a combination of the two. It's a combination of the two. Um, This year was actually a little bit more difficult because for whatever reason, my settings on my diary 
were not had cleared everything out. Oh, so you was actually looking through your calendar. So last year, wow. like twenty end of twenty fifteen, I looked through my calendar and I went. Uh, twenty fifteen was a much more career retrospective, whereas this year felt like a much more personal retrospective. I think maybe because of the lack of calendar, I just had to kind of go right. What are the what are the memories that stick out in my head? I think that's what really, were the, what really... were the hard times that really stuck out in my head and. And what were the, what's the things that link them all? I think that's just to hold that for a second. I think that's a really good point Wayne's making is that I think if you look back on last year, there are memories there, those little flashbulb memories of times where you either elated, you had great experience, or you've had these really down times where it was mm-hmm. just the worst thing ever. And I think having a mental note of those, it already, like you say, you can then put those into categories and see, okay, well, if I knew I was happy when I was doing a lot of these things, mm-hmm. which I think a calendar is a great thing if you're someone who definitely puts in all the dates what they're doing you remember oh, i was super happy in july oh i had mm. this person's wedding and i had that holiday mm-hmm. and that was a really great experience that stands out to me then you know that you've got to pull those back into the next year yeah but at the same time i think the, the even better part is when you look at the things that dragged you down oh i met oh. up with that old friend after that i had two weeks of feeling like shit yeah. and i think if you can get to that sort of laser beam focus i think that is like that that's mm. when you'll kind of see okay what are the things that are pulling me down, pulling me out of my sort of like feeling good, mm. feeling happy? And I think that's a really, really key yeah. point. But it does take time. Yeah. Oh, it takes a huge amount of time. I mean, I look back on last year and I think what last year was, which it was never intended to be, obviously, was a year of emotional turmoil for me. I think I will look back and I think a lot of people kind of felt this way about 2016, but I will look back on 2016 emotionally as one of the most difficult years I have faced in a really? long time. Big time. And I think if you look back on my year and the conversations <laughs> we'd have, you'd probably agree with me. Yeah, yeah, Because I was so up and down the entire year. The entire year. But I think as long as you can kind of walk away from that year and say, okay, I knew where shit hit the fan and why, mm. I think sometimes having a terrible year is only going to load you up for a better yeah. year because that's it, you're aware now. It's the worst part is if you go into the next year and you're still doing the same thing, still getting the same results. I think I think sometimes, like they say, it's like Malcolm Gladwell, the whole like the tipping point. I think you got to a point where you're just like, you know what, I can't deal with this shit anymore. I can't do this again another year. I've got to figure out what's going wrong. Mm. And so I think that's a good way for people to kind of pull that into the new year. And I think I think Christmas is often a time where you do just kind of let your hair down, initially get drunk, go out, see friends. But I think that sort of moment of silence for yourself or yeah. taking the time to say, you know what, I'm just going to assess what last year looked yeah. like. And even if you, I mean, it's the end of January now, if you don't feel you had that time to sit back and just say what worked and what didn't last year, what's working this month and isn't working this month, and actually put a plan into action, which I will probably jump into in the second half, is kind of like, once you're aware of the things that held you back last year, how do you now switch that around and say, okay, what am I going to put into place to make mm-hmm. sure I'm not carrying that through to the next year? Yeah. And um, yeah, maybe that, this is probably a good point just to cut it. Well, I was going to say, because I mean, we're pretty much halfway through and we've not talked about all the positive stuff, but I, there's kind of one thing, a kind of question that I came up with that I think sums up 2016 retrospective in a way is if you were writing a book of your life right and each year was a different chapter (laughs) what would the chapter title of 2016 be for you that's a good idea then people can pause this for now maybe have a little think about Mm -hmm. that and by the time we return we can uh, do you have one off the top of your head for you 
For me, I'd have to think about it. But um, for me, I think it's... uh, Mine's probably like like unexpected turns because I feel like last year, the end of last year, went in a direction I just would not have ever been able to kind of like see. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, I think that's fun because I think that's always a good start to any story where suddenly you thought you had things figured out and you had a system and things were working well and then suddenly you're like something comes in and for me it was starting a new business and it's just it just takes you on a different path and then you're just like oh i didn't realize i would be into this and then mm-hmm. suddenly you you just go with it so guess we'll join people on the second half and while you're te- while you're off while you've why does the break take a little pause and have a little think about maybe what would be your chapter for uh, mm-hmm. last year cool see you in a sec so we thought we'd just take a few seconds just to say thank you to our sponsor yep. the university of northampton huge thank you to them for supporting the show um so why should you check them out well first of all we're alumni we went there so everything that we kind of deliver to you kind of comes from them in a way um but also they're not just about getting a degree the thing we love about northampton uni from experience is the fact that you come out of your course with your degree but also there's so many options on the table. They understand that it's not just about going out and getting a job anymore. It's also about the possibility of setting up your own business and becoming an entrepreneur. And to top that off, <laughs> it's not just about setting up a business. It's about setting up a social enterprise. That's their specialist area. So if you're thinking of setting up a business, it can also be one that's doing good to the world and delivering social impact. So check them out, northampton.ac.uk. And a huge thank you to them for supporting the show. So... Did you write down your chapter? If you did, put it on Instagram. I'd be intrigued to see what you guys have come up with. Mm. Um, but I think the next sort of uh, step, actually, I guess you became aware of obviously what were some of the problems. I'm sure you had some great experience of uh, 2016 as well, but obviously for you, you felt that. <laughs> yeah, I did have some some great times, but I feel like 2016 was very much overshadowed by everything else that was going on. Yes. <laughs> so I think obviously you finally, well, you, over Christmas you had that time out to kind of see some patterns, see uh-huh. some traits that were probably bringing you down through your actions as well and taking accountability for some of the impact you were having in, on, in it on those things actually happening in your life. So mm. what was like, once you kind of had that clarity that you had that sort of <laughs> chapter tie or you knew what you needed to change, what was the next sort of steps after that? Um, or what have you pulled into January now? It's interesting because, yeah, I. it's a really interesting position to be in where, again, I don't want to get too personal, but in, in many ways, I think this question would have been easy to answer for me last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but... If I can get myself into the mindset that I was in last week, um, I think it's just about, again, it's kind of what I said before, is understanding where where the patterns were. Correlation doesn't necessarily equal causation, but um, you have to understand that in many ways your actions are the ultimate... Uh, a catalyst for the results that you get. And so if you think from that mindset and you think from a position of, well, it's my fault, 
whatever happened, it's my fault. It's nobody else's fault. It's my fault because I've let it happen. I've let it happen. If you go back to the episode we did about why you'll get what you tolerate, um, I think that says a lot about what I'm trying to say. Um, for me, again, I said to myself that actually your biggest strength as a person, what attracts people to you on every level, what makes people intrigued by you, Wayne, <laughs> is your intensity. Um, and so don't, don't ever curb that to please other people. Mm-hmm. was kind of the decision that I was going to make. Because last year, uh, for better or worse, I personally put up with a lot of people's bullshit. Um, and this year I've decided that I'm not going to. And if it doesn't make me happy putting up with their bullshit, I will tell them. Yeah, and I think as well... And it's honesty, it's communication. That, that's kind of, that's my big thing this year. Yeah, and I think even on that front, I think, like like you say, you do, ultimately, it is your actions and you do get what you tolerate. But I do think at the same time, I think people have to have some sort of like mental criteria, whether it's in relations, whether it's in your business, whether it's what you do in your job. You've got to have some criteria of how you expect your life to be. And I think a lot of the time, I do find that if you are in a, in a sort of like a... A certain, like a situation where you're feeling a bit vulnerable, I think sometimes you can let go of a lot of your your mm-hmm. criteria of what you expect for someone, and so you let mm-hmm. them off the hook because they treat mm-hmm. you a certain way, or you kind of give you think, oh, my boss is a terrible boss, but I need the money, and so you kind of it's easy to kind of drop some of that criteria when you're in a vulnerable position. Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of like that will continue and only get worse the longer you kind of drop that criteria, and so. It's a really tough position as well because a lot of the time as well, it's like a it's a it's a it's a deeper level thing. Like what we're talking about is not just you're not, we're not robots. We can't just switch on and off. I mm. accept this. I don't accept that. And it's not about that because we're still emotional creatures. We don't work on that sort of robotic level. But I do think like tapping back in. Now that's why I think sometimes journaling or like taking that mental time out is a, fit, a bit of a reconnection with what you expect from others, what you expect from yourself, mm. um, being aware. And that's why I think journaling is amazing. I don't do it much. I do mental journaling. Like I think about what I've done and what kind of ramifications that has. But I do think that when you are in that hustle and bustle and you're just you're just going through the motions, I think it's very easy to disconnect with what you expect for yourself and from mm. others. Yeah. And so I think that is a bit of a tough one as well. And I'm... Mm. I guess for you, it's not. It's not like like you say. Oh, if I, if you could have asked me last week, or this, uh, maybe I don't know what's happened this week, or whatever, might have thrown you off a little bit. But I think at the same time, I think we can't be, we can't put so much pressure on ourselves to think that okay, because I've came to this sort of, um, I don't know, like this new way of seeing it, or this is this is where I fucked up. You can't yeah. just switch that on and off. No, of course we're dealing with humans here. This is emotion, so. It's more of a long-term thing. These things are ingrained. This could have been two, three years of mm. mental and emotional sort of building in your mind. But so you I can't think, just switch th- it off. I think it goes to, um, generally speaking, the problem with, and I think partly why uh, it's good that we're doing this at the end of January rather than the beginning of January, is that you will have moments where you will falter. And you will have moments where you 
make some daft decisions that are in the moment and not thinking of the bigger picture, as it were. But it's so easy to then go, oh, well, back to old me again. Or beat yourself up because you fell off the horse. Right. And I think the important thing is just to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and just get going. Yeah, that's why that's why I said like you've got to still see that end. You've got to see see the the mountain top, and you're gonna fall off on the way. And I think as long as you constantly keep reconnecting with, like I say, what your expectations are of yourself and others, then at least you're heading that direction. You're gonna keep getting kicked off anywhere. You're gonna fall uh, like sometimes you have a bad week, and mm-hmm. that's it. You mm-hmm. have a blowout. These things happen. But I think as long as you keep reconnecting with the bigger picture, then I think that's the main thing, really. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you then? So this year coming? This year coming. As I said, for me this year is, you know what? It's like all in, all guns blazing. I, I, I feel like I haven't pushed myself a lot in the last few years. I've kind of, I mean, I felt like I pushed myself when I first went self-employed, then starting a business at the end of 2016. And for me, it's just like, I just want to push now. I want to really, mm-hmm. I mean, moving into a house soon. I've got a business starting up. Well, we've started a business, got another one opening. And so there's a lot, a lot of things going on. And in my head, I'm saying, I'm constantly every day like, this has got a lot of stress, this lot of pressure. But I think after this year, I kind of, this year, I literally want to put myself in that pressure. Mm-hmm. I want to feel some stress. I want to see how far I can go before I crack in some ways, which is a bit crazy, but I just want to see how much I can push myself and see if I come out <laughs> at the end of it. And it might be stressful. And mm. I've even, like I said to you today, I bought a new fitness tracker because I want to test my stress levels because I know mentally, I've been with my girlfriend, she'll say that, oh, I've been a bit stressy lately. And I just want to see, okay, how does Jem react when he's pushed in a corner? Because mm. I haven't been pushed in a corner for a long while. And I think this is that idea of being sort of anti-fragile, sort of as soon as you feel comfortable, push yourself. Mm. As soon as things get a bit stagnant or it's a bit easy, I'm just like, push yourself like at the end of the day things fuck off if things go wrong at least i've learned something from this year i'd rather not coast in 2017 i'd rather just balls to the wall as they say (laughs) and just see what happens like that's for me that's how i see it but at the same time like i haven't been going to the gym as much as i'd like to so for me it's kind of how many of my positive habits can i keep up while i'm pushing myself and i just think like even even mentally in my head i'm like wow i'm gonna be I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 29. Is it 29 this year? Yeah. Yeah, 29 this year. So it's kind of like... Struggling with your own age. A little bit. No, but I kind of... I use that as like a positive pressure. Not that oh, I yeah, feel yeah, I yeah. have to get there. But I'm just... I like, meant struggling to remember how old you are. Oh, yeah. I literally <laughs> had to ask my girlfriend this year how old I was. Well, last year. <laughs> I literally just don't keep track. But um, that even that, I use it as a, like a force. Oh, you're in your 20s still. Let's see how hard mm. you can go. Because like, I, I, I speak to a lot of people as well who are like in their 40s and 50s and they're like millionaires or I've, there's a cafe I go to and there's a lot of rich people that sit there and ch- I chat to them and they were like, oh, oh, I was telling them what I was doing. They're just like, oh, you know, that's great. But he goes, um, I don't do that. And like, this guy had like a portfolio of like 15 houses, multimillionaire. And he was just saying to me, he's like, yeah, but you're young. You can push. This is your time to go all in. And I just really loved what he said. And I was just like, yeah, that's true, actually. Like, you're young, you're curious. I mean, you can have this at any age. I'm not saying you can't, but I think when you're young and you have that energy, that opportunity, especially what we have nowadays with the internet, I'm just like, there's no reason not to just think, fuck it, let's just go for it. And mm. for me, that's my sort of main focus for this year is just really going all in, push myself, see what happens. And then I know I'm going to come out at the end of this year with some new learnings or some new connections and just a new way of seeing the world, really. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so what would you say to people going into February of this year? <laughs> it's coming up to Valentine's Day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lovely day of the year. Um, but for me, I think the one thing I would have, I would just love to say to everybody is this importance of assessing where you're currently at because I know from a lot of my friends and a lot of people around me, a lot of them usually are just not happy with where their life's going or what they're doing in their careers or where they think they should be. And I think, again, it just comes back to, like you said earlier, Wayne, like just taking accountability that you have an impact on your situation. And I Mm. think there's always an out. Like there is always an answer. There's always someone who is doing what you want with the current circumstance or the same situation or living in the same place. And I think it's just super empowering to kind of take responsibility and say, okay, I'm not saving as much as I want or I'm not, uh, don't have a partner. All these different things that you feel that you maybe want in your life, I feel like you have the power. It's going to be fucking ball ache. It's going to be stressful. It's going to be hard. But you can change it. And I think that's the main thing I just want people to take away is to write down like exactly what you want or what you expect from the year. And I just love what Gary Vee just keeps talking about. People's mouth does not, their mouths do not match their actions. Mm. And it's like everybody can talk, everybody can say what they want and what they hope for in the new year or what they expect to do. And I don't know, but how how are you actually getting there? Have you made a plan? Are you actually putting in the work to get to where you want at the end of the year? Because that's my idea. It's like, okay, if I want to live a certain way, I need to work a certain way and do a certain thing. And I just think people need to either shut the fuck up if you're going to moan about stuff or if you generally want things to happen in your favor and you want things to change, then you need to be doing everything in your power to find out how you can do that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think we should wrap up there. Bit of a weird episode. It was. It was. Not quite what I was expecting. (laughs) Um, But good stuff. Um, Good stuff to think about. I'm sure a lot of stuff that you can probably relate to there. Um, iTunes reviews, guys. Come on. Where are they? Um, Head on over to powerfulnonsense.com forward slash review tell you how to leave them we would love some please five stars or more would be great um helps get the show out there gets it in front of more people and uh, i think more people need to listen to conversations like this nice candid honest conversations yes we need more of that in the world particularly given our previous episode and i do think as well if you can have these conversations with other people you can then i think that's what i love about these conversations that me and Wayne have these conversations off, off of here, obviously, and I think it's really, really, really important. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't sit and be by yourself and get the answer. Sometimes you need somebody to question your beliefs and mm-hmm. what you're thinking, or someone might say, okay, well, oh, what, you want to quit your job this year? But in your head, you're like, oh, yeah, I want to quit the job, my job this year. But then that other person is going to say, well, how are you going to do that? And suddenly that might be enough to open up, okay, this is your escape plan. So I do mm-hmm. think conversation and connections are a very important part of kind of fathoming out fathoming out what you want to do in the new year Mm. so yeah get talking to some close people or some people who are doing the things you want to be doing good stuff great well um, thanks very much for tuning in I don't really think there'll be any significant show notes for this but if you want them head over to powerfulnonce.com forward slash podcast you can see all the show notes for all of the shows ever and uh, yeah thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time see you later